0: it's going to be really hard you know um, my, one of my ultimate dreams is to um you know one day just be living on a tour bus with my wife and dogs and uh you know maybe kids we'll see but um you know like that's kind of that's kind of one of the dreams so it's always tough to leave them there uh but you know that you come back and they're just happy to see you and um so it's it's uh it's been tough to even go away without them for a few days like i have here
1: recently the country 107 morning show with dave anthony always great catching up with friend of the show the ultra talented aaron goodvin aaron thanks for doing this today we always appreciate hearing from you i'm uh i'm happy to be heard from well it's exciting times for you you got a new single coming out we're gonna spin it here in just a a little bit you got uh some more stuff coming up let's get into it man it's been a tough it's been a tough stretch for you and, and for a lot of artists now that you got some new music now that you're you're getting ready to head out on the road how does it feel does it feel normal are you excited are you a little bit on the scared side like how do you feel as you get ready to launch back out into this entertainment world
0: um i'm um, i mean that's sort of what i've been you know meant to be doing i think in my life so i'm i'm like a kid in a candy store you know uh the band and I have been out a few times already, um, you know, in the past month here. And it's, uh, it feels like we're 13, you know, again, so we're just super excited to be back out. And, uh, you know, we never want to leave the stage when it's time to go. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's been, that part has been, um, a long time coming and feels really good, you know? And, uh, like I say, I'm, it's doing wonders for my marriage that I'm,
1: leaving every now and again so it's
0: uh we're <laughs> we're we're happy to be getting back out there
1: oh that is awesome uh, i know that uh you know you are uh, a, a family man but getting out on the road uh, again is it is it odd to think it's almost like a relaunch for you because you've had such a break or do you think you can carry that momentum that you had prior to the pandemic you can carry that going forward how do you feel as you get ready to, to hit out on the road again
0: yeah, I mean, it kind of it kind of just felt like we took a break for a while, you know. I um, the 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 one thing about this, all of this, is that you know we all went through it, and um, I mean, it feels like uh, you know like the whole world went through it. So I don't know that we've lost any you know momentum, so to speak. But um, I know uh, you know I can tell you that you know when we finished, or, you know when COVID hit and we were kind of off the road and um, had all this time on our hands, um, I, what I tried to focus on was like, okay, well, what am I going to do when I get back on stage, you know? And so Boy Like Me is a big part of that plan. And, uh, we wanted another song that we could, um, you know, that we could have in the middle of the set that would just keep people rocking. And so, you know, it, a lot of this has to do with my, the live show. And, um, I just, I, I put all my eggs in that basket and, said, you know, when we get back out there we're gonna have a couple more assets to play that, you know, would just keep people rocking and singing along and having a good time because we know um we know how much people are missing that right now and I think that this song is gonna help.
1: Absolutely. Uh, we needed, we need to have some fun in life here and Boy Like Me is, is fantastic. Uh, just take us through the creation of the tune and, you know, uh, putting it together, it, it, was it different from how you put uh, music together in the past or or was it a little bit more of a return to form from what you're used to?
0: Yeah, more of the same, man. I, you know, I think, um, you know, I think as I go, I get, I, I, I get better. I try to learn something every time I'm in the room with uh, whoever I'm in the room with, and, um, I wrote this song with Michael August and Skip Black, and I've read a lot of songs with Skip. Skip was on Lonely Drum and, um, also Good Old Bad Days, and, um, you know, uh, he's got a ton of songs on the new EP. We just write a lot of songs together, and, um, it always feels really good when we write, you know, we leave to write, and we're like, we laughed all day and had a blast, and then, and then left and went, oh, and we got a song, you know, so. Um, it's pretty, um, it's pretty rewarding to write with those guys. I've, I've, I, I put a lot of my faith into my co-writers and, um, and the people that I love to work with, and, and they just deliver all the time. So it's, you know, this song was no different. You know, the title had come up. I can't, I'm trying to recall if it came up in the room. I think it did. Um, you know, and we, uh, we just, we just kind of wrote the crap out of it. You know, we just tried to write it and. Such a way. I think the best songs happen so fast because, um, like this one, um, when you have uh, when you combine your life experience with um, with a great title, you know, um, songs just kind of fall out like that, and they're written so quickly and they're so great that you it's hard to fight with how undeniable it is.
1: I really think it's uh it's kind of the best of both worlds from when when you talk about lonely drum it's it's fun and it's energetic but then you tell a great story kind of like bars and churches and good old bad days. Do you think you're kind of finding that happy medium between the fun party guy and and a guy who can tell a story in a song that relates to everybody in the audience?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm a big stickler and my wife um has made me this way, but I'm I I hang I hang my hat on a great lyric, and um, that is one of the things. I mean, certainly I love to sing, but um, you know the guys that I grew up listening to and the songs that I really gravitated towards um, just had these like just incredible lyrics behind them. And so I think it's really hard. I think it's a challenge to write a great lyric in an up tempo song, you know. And um, we've done that a few times, but I've I really think that this one touches a lot uh, on a lot of things that a lot of people will relate to, Um, you know, and anytime you can get a period of like 20 years or 10 years in a three minute song, I think, I think you're nailing it.
1: So. Absolutely. Uh, Aaron uh, this uh, this song's got such great production your voice sounds fantastic the music around it it's got different elements that we haven't maybe heard in past Aaron Goodwin songs and you know it comes together so perfectly when you first hear that final mix that final master you know how does it make you feel do you get the goosebumps do you get butterflies when you hear that final song for the very first time how do you feel
0: I just Great. I mean, I'm, I'm very, very blessed. I I work with a a guy named Matt McClure who um, was on um, a couple of my favorite Lee Bryce things, hard to love, drive your truck. And um, Matt is uh, just an incredible, um, just mixing engineer. And literally when we got the mix back for this, I had nothing to fix. And that, that is like, that's a true testament of someone being very good at what they do and also someone who knows what I like you know I think we did the last record together and it was you know it was kind of a little bit of a shotgun record we had a different producer at the time so we were going for a certain thing and um you know we had planned to do that certain thing so then Matt had to come in you know on the final hour and put it all together on on a sound that we had already discovered so this this record is different in the way that, you know, Matt and I have been together working on it for um um working up ideas for a long time and, and a new direction and he had some vision on what what we could do with my sound um that would elevate it but still keep it, Aaron Goodwin and I think we killed it. So
1: Yeah, I, I definitely think so. Uh talking with Aaron Goodwin here ahead of the release for Boy Like Me. Uh, Aaron lots of stuff to still get to Uh, I had a question in mind and then it just uh, it totally slipped because I was thinking about uh, just some of the successes in your career and uh, when you get ready to release a song like boy like me how much say do you have in deciding to release it as a single is there a process or, or how does that whole come about that you release this as a single.
0: We we have a, a really great team at Warner Music Canada. Um we put a lot of faith into those guys. Uh we you know, we've kinda had an unwritten agreement, you know, since the whole thing, uh, you know, since we started this journey back in twenty sixteen where um, you know, I that I've pretty much stayed true to is uh like I don't record a song that I don't love and I don't record anything that I don't really believe in. Um so we've kind of had this agreement that, you know, Hey, I'll turn in the music and you guys are the ones that uh, can, you know, kind of go through and pick the singles, which they, they always say is so hard to do, which is a, which is a good problem. And um, to have, you know, we, when we went in to record this, this EP, um, you know, we went in and tracked four songs that, um, and worked real hard on those four songs and just tried to make them all number ones. And, um, you know, and they kind of combed through them and this one kind of stuck out like a sore thumb. They even, they even started thinking about some of the songs that we recorded and it was like, man, what if we put this on a second EP so that we could put it out at this time? And so, you know, we've kind of like put together a couple, a couple different EPs, uh, with all the songs that I've been writing and, and, uh, it's just really exciting. You know, I think, I think this project is going to kind of launch us even more. Um, Uh, into the stratosphere if that's even possible I've had an amazing career Um, you know I'm certainly grateful for where I'm at now but it's it's uh, very exciting to see where it's going to go
1: before we get uh, into some of the personal uh, aspects here lately can you just break down for us what's the difference between an EP and an album you mentioned that you're releasing you know a couple EPs what's the difference between an EP and an album
0: well, the EP kind of thing is a new concept to me. I, I mean, I, I grew up going to Soundways in Grand Prairie. Uh, in between my voice and guitar lessons, I'd buy a new CD every week. So, um, I, I've kind of always been album-minded. Um, to me, an album is a collection of songs that you get a little bit more leeway on, um, you know, the types of songs that you can record. Um, you know, because you've got more time you can throw a couple more ballads in there, um, that wouldn't be radio singles or um, you know, you just get a little more, you know, uh runway so to speak to, to kind of tell a story um in, you know, ten or eleven tracks. And uh the E P thing is 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 very new to me, but you know, we're trying to honor how people um you know consume music these days, and um it 's shorter attention spans and um which I can work well with because I have one of those <laughs> and and uh you know so we 're just trying to be able to feed people more music um like a lot faster than than we 're used to you know uh you know d came out a couple of years ago i mean it 's been a long time since we've released new music, so we you know we're trying to roll with the times it's it for me it's kept me a little bit more on my toes as far as um you know what kind of songs to write and and i think that'll be a good thing you know i'm i'm embracing it it's a new concept to me but um but but at the end of the day when i think about it you know um i think about the fans that are listening to music and you know maybe they want to hear from me more often want to hear more songs more often so we're trying to accommodate that
1: Talking with Aaron Goodwin. Aaron, you're down in Nashville, and you have been for a number of years. And uh, the pandemic stopped so much for so many people, but it seems like the states are are you know getting back into a, a pretty good rhythm. What is something you really missed away from music that uh, you've gotten back recently that you maybe appreciate a little bit more than you did before it was taken away over a year ago?
0: Yeah, um, you know, I just I started golfing. More than I, than I'm used to and I just had more time. And so I was able to do some golfing and I've done a lot of fishing and, um, you know, um, I'm very lucky that my mother-in-law has a lake on um, her property. So I go out there and fish out there. And so, you know, it's, it's, uh, stuff like that. One of the main things that I did over the course of this whole thing is that I don't think I've been, would have been able to do. Um, you know, keeping up with the schedule that we had before COVID, but, uh, we started a, a fan club at com and I've been able to, um, really like get in touch with my fans and, and get to know them on a way deeper level. And that has been, um, probably the biggest gift that I've been able to, um, you know, salvage out of this, out of this year. It's just been so awesome to get to know them and, um a little bit more and what it's really done is it's also helped me um put a little bit more of a uh, finger on the pulse of you know what they expect from me and what they you know want from me and
1: um and I think that'll help I think that really helps us going into this new EP. So. How do you balance that, you know, the expectations from the label versus maybe expectations from fans versus what you feel you need to do as an artist? How do you balance all of that to you know, and make music going forward.
0: Yeah, I think it's just, I mean, I think it's just about, um, I think it's about just keeping an ear to the ground on, on, you know, just trying to, um, take into things into consideration that maybe I didn't before. And, um, that's been kind of the whole thing for, for me is I've, I tend to be very tunnel visioned um, on a lot of things. My wife can attest to that. Um, you know, it's I just I tend to just like think of one way to do something and then just do it that way over and over and and this year has kinda of taught me to go, Hey, maybe it's cool to like, you know, listen to some direction from over here and listen to some direction over here. And I have an amazing management team that uh keeps me very well informed on um how the label feels about um, all this stuff and, uh, you know, and, and then, you know, I'll take some things that I learned from my fans. And, uh, there's a song in particular that we recorded for the CP that literally was fan picked. Um, and, uh, it's a song that we all loved, but they, because they loved it so much and because they responded and reacted so well to it, um, we're like, let's record it, you know, and, um, so it's that, that part has been, um, like a learning process for me and, and, opening my uh, world up a little more to suggestions
1: just a couple more for you here before we got to let you go uh i know that uh you're obviously going to miss your wife you joke around that she's looking forward to you getting out of the house again but you're also going to miss your dog you're a dog guy i remember we were talking you were getting the pup cup there from the coffee shop is it going to be hard to say goodbye to the dogs or what
0: oh i mean it's it's that it's going to be really hard you know um my, one of my ultimate dreams is to um you know one day just be living on a tour bus with my wife and dogs and uh you know maybe kids we'll see but um you know like that's kind of that's kind of one of the dreams so it's always tough to leave them there um uh, but you know that you come back and they're just happy to see you and um so it's it's uh it's been tough to even go away without them for a few days, like I have here recently, so.
1: I just I, I hear the emotion in your voice, and it's heartbreaking. and I can tell you're you're legitimately sad having to say goodbye to the dogs. Absolutely, I mean,
0: they've been a big part of us getting through getting through this this past year and a half or whatever it's been. You know, I don't know what they're going, they're probably going to chew up everything in the house when we start leaving more often. But um, you know, but uh, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Man. I love my dogs. My dogs are. A big part of our world. So.
1: just a couple more for you, Aaron. Um, you know the Junos are coming up in in just a couple of days. You know a thing or two about the Junos. Uh, I got a bet with Courtney Fielder, who I know that you spoke with yesterday. And if I yes. win, if I win, she has to mention my name in every interview she does for an entire month. And if she wins, I have to wear a Montreal Canadiens jersey on my social medias for a month. So I'm really hoping that I can Ooh. win. I know, not pretty. Uh, one of the wow. categories we wow. I know one of the categories we are betting on is the country album of the year. I need your expert advice, man. Who should I be betting on? Dallas Smith, Jade Eagleson, Lindsey L, Mackenzie Porter, or Tennille Towns? Who would be Aaron Goodwin's suggestive pick for my bet with Courtney coming up this week?
0: Oh man, um, that's it's super. That's a tough one. There's a lot of good ones. I, know. I I'm going to have to go with uh I don't know. I feel like she's been winning everything, so I'm going to have to go
1: with Neil Town. She's been on fire lately. Is I uh, I know that you yeah. been nominated for a Juno. Is that the ultimate, you know, like Canadian prize? Like this is Junos are a really big deal, right, for Canadian artists?
0: Oh, I mean, huge. I mean, uh yeah. I mean, it's a it's it's an honor. I mean, that's pretty much the the top of the line there. I mean, you know. So I, you know, I, I awards to me are always so they're they're such a funny thing. I mean, <laughs> I grew up playing hockey, you know. So my whole my whole thing is like, you know, whoever deserves, you know whoever scores more goals wins the game, yeah. you know. And and it's not really that way in music. I feel I feel like it's a it's a totally different thing, and um, you know I think it's all it's all subjective, you know, it's all people's kind of personal preference. And you know I won Alberta Male Country Artist of the Year, which is voted on by my peers. So I think that that's the um, sweetest thing you could ever you know have is just a bunch of people that just truly have respect for what you do and what you're doing, and that that and as amazing and awesome as that is, you know, it's like a, I think about awards um as part of it but not all of it you know and I you know I, you, I think all you can do is just focus on the music and focus on the live show and the things that you can control and and you know the awards for me are just going to go and get to see everybody and hang out with everybody you know it's not uh you know it's not about winning those at all but uh but I was up for a Juno and you yeah. know, that that alone is is something I'll always have on my resume, and I think it's a pretty amazing
1: thing. Well, I'm pretty sure you're going to have a Juno win on your resume one day, man. You can't stop talent, and you've got it. Last one, because we're super tight for time. Jets, Canadians, they are underway. Who do you like, since you're a hockey guy, the Winnipeg Jets or the Montreal Canadiens?
0: It's so tough. I was so surprised that Montreal pulled that out. Pulled
1: I'm, a that Le- out. I'm a Leafs um, fan, I- man. Can you just not twist the knife?
0: Okay, I won't. I won't. I it's just. It, I'm being honest. I, mean, I know. I, uh, I didn't I know. get a chance to watch the game. I just, you know, I thought that series was was going to go to Toronto yeah. for sure. But um, it's crazy how. I mean, you've got to play sixty minutes a night. You know. That's, and you know, I my Preds are out too, and it's because they didn't play the last twenty. Yep. You know, and and it it hurts, but you know, it's super rough. I'm. I'm gonna say. I, I think I'm gonna say the Jets. Um, I think there's just a little more depth there um, than Montreal. And, and that's hard for me because Shea Weber plays for Montreal. I'm a big Shea, Shea Weber fan. so, But, you know, I think the Jets will probably pull it out.
1: So. Aaron, uh, next time you're in Manitoba, hopefully we can go out golfing. There's some beautiful courses here around yeah. Southeastern Manitoba. Or maybe we'll uh, sit on a patio and watch a hockey game. Thanks so much for doing this, buddy. Let's
0: do it. Oh, I love it. That was
1: amazing. Yeah. Thank you again and all the best. And look forward to uh, chatting with you again in the near future. Thanks, buddy. We'll catch in. The Country 107 Morning Show with Dave Anthony. Weekday mornings only on Country 107.